we're all protecting you. We have we all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't so don't ever bring you guys around me. Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hey everyone, it's Eddie Estrada with This Week in Bravo. Now this time might seem a little bit different, and that's because we've changed the format of the show. Instead of just running through random stories that we found, we have a top five. That's right. Each week on Friday, you'll get our fifth, fourth, and third rank stories that happened in the Bravoverse on our public feed, and the top two stories plus our Hot and Bravo moment of the week exclusively on our Patreon. Okay, so Eddie, before we begin... I want to let people in behind the scenes on some BTS uh, on why we decided to change the format. Honestly, it was pretty simple. We wanted to deliver This Week in Bravo on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's that's exactly the crux of it. TWIB, as you like to call it. TWIB a TWIB. TWIBbing out. (laughs) Do you think that acronym will ever catch on? It's gonna. (laughs) We'll see. Hashtag TWIB. I'm a hardcore TWIBber. So you like to call it TWIB? Um, it's This Week in Bravo. It's actually become one of our most popular segments. And so we've been trying to think of a way to legitimately deliver it on a weekly basis on the free feed. But, of course, we had to take into the consideration that This Week in Bravo is actually one of the value adds of our exclusive feed on Patreon. And we didn't want to subtract any member benefits from those subscribers as well. Yep, yep. So that's where the top five idea came in. You know, usually we did about three to four stories per week, and then the hot and bravoed moment of the week on every single This Week in Bravo, and then the show was posted exclusively on Patreon bi-weekly. Now, with this top five, everyone is going to get a taste of This Week in Bravo with at least the fifth, fourth, and third rank stories, Um, but if you are able to support us at another level, you'll receive all five stories plus the hot and bravoed moment of the week. Exactly. And that's the thing. We really appreciate, really, really, really appreciate everyone's support on Patreon and beyond. That's why we are always so focused on creating so much free content. But it takes a ton of time and resources to produce a podcast. So our exclusive feed is a great space to provide that bonus content for subscribers who can chip in at least $2 a month so that we can continue to run this podcast for you guys and keep it going and make sure that we can crank out the episodes that we do. Exactly, exactly. And actually... um. Since we officially launched February 5th, we've done 109 total episodes on the free feed alone. So that's a little over 20 per month. And then 34 exclusive episodes on uh, Patreon only, which is about six episodes per month. Now we're about to increase that by two each. I'm so excited. (laughs) Me too. Me too. And seriously, we appreciate everyone so much. This has been such a fun journey. Dating back from the days of doing Bravo and Butter Pop. Way back. Remember, way back. Remember Never those? forget. <laughs> to now launching the All Things uh, Bravo feed back yeah. in February. Hot and Bravo. Here we are. You know, we really love doing this and creating the best and most amount of content the possible. The, the most. No one does 22 like us. I dare you to find someone who does 20 free podcasts a month. Um, but 22 now. 22 now. Um, but, you know, as you outlined, Eddie... Any little bit helps with us to keep this podcast going. But if you aren't able to support on Patreon, 
we're never going to stop posting tons of content on our public feed. No, we won't. So make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you can, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash hot and bravoed. It's $24 a year. That's it. That's it. Okay. Enough about the ins and outs of TWIB. Let's get into TWIB because we have our top five stories of the week for this week in Bravo. Okay. So number five is going to be called All About Luann. So Luann had a few stories, <laughs> and this might not be the last on the list. So this is kind of cheating. We've kind of consolidated, We've consolidated a few stories into one. A few stories into one, but they're <laughs> not all the stories that she's had this week. So story number one that's going to be a number five is Luann's IV drip. Have you heard about this, Armin? I have. So she has the nurse experience, as we know. You know, she was actually a nurse, and then she played a nurse in the Halloween uh, cabaret situation, or whatever that was she did with Sonia. It is very on-brand for Lou. She is Nurse Lou. So this drip is called the Feeling Giovanni drip, and you can get it at IV drip. Um, It usually retails for $380, but 20% of the proceeds will go to... Um, women formerly incarcerated, giving them a second chance at life through the Women's Prison Association. So it's not going to go. Most of it will go to Lou. <laughs> then 20% will go to people Lou met in prison. <laughs> oh, Lou. Who is giving her business advice? I mean, whoever is doing it must be doing a damn good job because she also revealed this morning. <laughs> God, Luann is everywhere. She has her toes and everything. Do you really think this IV drip is a good idea? Are IV, are IV drips... It's already like- happening. It's already happening. This is a blend that they had that they're just renaming the Feeling Giovanni drip, I think, for a special. Who pays $380? Um, bitch, have you never been to Coachella? People get IDV drips all the time. This is like the hot back new of, thing. Back in my day. Yeah. Back in my day when we went to Coachella, which is now <laughs> over seven years ago, we didn't do IV drips. What, no. Would you do like Advil we and dealt, water? We dealt with our hangovers, okay? <laughs> wow, what a sad time to live in, Armin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're making me feel so antiquated. You know what? Coachella's a whole different beast now. You know this. Is it really? Well, you know. Well, I was... Well, I don't know. I haven't been. I know of. Okay. But I was at the first ever two-weekend Coachella. Lucky you. Yeah. What can I, I, went I say? To go I see, was a part of history. I saw Gaga at Coachella and Beyonce. Part of history. Beyonce, Beachella is a big part of history. I saw, I saw that only once. No, I saw Gaga twice. I only saw... I only went one weekend in the last two years. I could have gone both. The only thing that will bring me back to Coachella. There's only one draw that will bring me back. Luchella. Let's oh, go! God. Well, you might be going to Broadway soon because Luann might be going there too. So on People Now, literally like this morning, like yep. Friday morning, she was on People Now and she revealed two things. The first being that she is going to be joining Chicago, the musical on Broadway. Now, this isn't like that shocking because we've seen many housewives before. Nini was on it. Candy was on it. Rena was on it with Hamlin. They've all done Chicago. Um, and Luann says, you know, she's doing her cabaret right now, but they're just trying to figure out when she can do a block and be in the show. She said she's going to be playing a classy role, which I don't think she's. There's no Class way. Class with the Countess. Okay. The, there's no way she can play a lead. She's not going to be Velma. Oh, she's playing a lead. She's not Roxy. You know who I think she is? Who? I think she's Go to Hell Kitty, which is that girl. She's like a small part. I don't even think she sings. I think it's just a spoken part, but she's like an heiress to the pineapple fortune in What a waste of Lou's voice. No, but it's so good. No, that's literally, that's, you cannot put Lou on Broadway and have you Feeling Giovanni. No, you have to understand, Armin, there's real people who go to Broadway and if they saw 
Luann try to perform on stage and not be able to sing. Don't be so uncool. They would want their money back. I would I would ask for a refund. She's going to be in a non-singing role, which I think she will be Go to Hell Kitty, which is like Kitty something. She's some heiress that murders her husband with his, you know, people. It's a small role. It's a bit part. It's a guest part. It's a star little section. She comes on stage, does her guest appearance. I'm going to jail. Go to hell. Go to hell. It's easy for her to do. She doesn't have to sing. We're going to Broadway. And she's done. We're going to Broadway. I guess we are. We got to see Lou. We saw Lou in LA. We saw Countess and Yeah, friends. and honestly, I would never see her again. I'm not paying money to see that bitch. <laughs> All right, let's move to story number two. So this is our fourth ranked story. Fourth in ranked. This week in Bravo. And this God, one... I was juicy, Eddie. I can't imagine what's coming up. Oh my gosh. Well, this one's even juicier. It still involves New York, but it involves an old housewife and a new one. <sighs> that is Carol Radzewell and Tinsley Mortimer. Have you heard the story yet? I have. I have, I have heard a bit about it, but why don't you set this up, Eddie? So let's break it down. So Carol was on the Jenny McCarthy show on Tuesday to talk oh. about her new documentary coming out that she's working on, and she decided to take a trip down memory lane. <laughs> now, this trip was not a good <laughs> memory lane trip. It was actually terrible. She, first of all, I was upset that Andy supported Bethany so much in the reunion and then accused Bethany of writing the questions for andy that is salacious that's a major accusation like that could that could take down the house of bravo not really but that would really you know hit at andy's credibility it would i don't think it's true it might i mean they are very hush hush tut tight those two i think there's no way there's no way andy wouldn't risk it he, he would just write his own questions i mean clearly there is some bias but i don't think bethany wrote him but is it bias or was Carol just so wrong well, that Carol, you can't help but side with well, Bethany? Well, Carol's saying she's like, none of this is true. Like, the whole thing that Bethany concocted was for a storyline. I call BS on that. I, being a pro-Carol podcaster <laughs> back during the season, then realizing my wrong and going pro-Bethany, I think this is BS. I think Bethany was validated in her feelings. Well, Carol and I feel has like Carol's just looking here. for attention. You sent me this quote from Carol. I want to yes. read it. She says, I was a very good friend to her. I supported her and her charities. I gave her a lot of money. I really cared about her. I think I was trying to establish some boundaries towards the end, and sometimes people don't do well with that. To me, this illustrates that Carol still hasn't learned exactly why Bethany was upset. Yeah. It wasn't that you didn't support her or that you didn't give money to her charity. It was those boundaries. And I think, as Carol always said, She's a cold person. Remember, she hated giving hugs. She oh, never yeah. wanted to give hugs, mm-hmm. right? And I think what she has devalued is Bethany's feelings on the other end of those established boundaries. And look, there's nothing wrong with establishing boundaries, but you got to have good communication. And if you remember, there were all these texts, right, where Bethany was texting Carol and saying, I feel really hurt and I feel like our relationship has gone cold and I feel like we're growing apart. And Carol texted her, that's a lot. And then think in Carol's mind that she's not doing anything wrong. But if one of my friends texted me that, I'd be like, really? Like, really, you're going to say that's a lot. Like, that's kind of devaluing my feelings. You're not taking me seriously. Yes, 100%. So I think they're just not, they're not as combat- compatible as we thought. That's really what it is. I think that's true. Because Bethany wears her heart on her sleeves. Carol doesn't do that. Well, it seems like she wore her heart on the sleeve when speaking about Tinsley, which she came in later in the interview 
And and I'm just going to read the quote straight because it is too juicy to mess up. She said, Tinsley and I weren't really clicking. We were on the show together. No one wanted to film with her that much. I had fixed her up with this guy I knew, so it seemed like it was an easy way to do scenes together. And we filmed a lot together. But a lot of ways it was, you know, oh, are you going to stay in Timsley's room when the producers divvy up rooms? Carol explained. I was like, okay, but that's not what I really want to do. I'd normally go to the Hamptons and I'd stay at Bethany's house. This is weird that I'm staying at Tinsley's. And Bethany knew that. That little tidbit, that nugget of saying nobody wanted to film with Tinsley is huge. And I think it brings back to a lot of why Tinsley's having trouble coming into her own on the season now is because these women are like thick as thieves. They don't want anyone else coming in. She has always felt out of place. Mm -hmm. And... Carol was the one person that we thought really connected with her on a deeper level. And then there was that reunion moment, right? Mm-hmm. Where she goes, eh, we're not really friends. And Tinsley and Tinsley's is like, shocked. Tinsley's like, what? We're not? <laughs> and now she's doubling down and being like, no, that was all by the producers. And I remember that moment being the moment where a lot of uh, Team Carol people defected. They're like, oh, yeah, there's something off there's something with Carol. Off. She's just not that, I feel like she's just not that tight with people. She's kind of, she has her own thing. She does Mm -hmm. her own, she's in her own lane and that's okay. But there's going to be always like, there's always going to be a distance with with Carol. Yeah. She's not as warm as others, but the reason she left the show, she said was in the end, she didn't think she could trust the process and that made her nervous. And honestly, that's very fair because when you do go on reality TV, put it all on the line, your life is not yours anymore. It's what the editors and what the producers want to create the story so they can splice, cut, two different scenes that are completely separate, put them together and make it look like a giant fight. So the process is a little bit murky. So I right. understand she wanted to hold on to a reputation. It was best to get out. It's kind of like when you have your book ghostwritten, right? <laughs> process is out of your hands. Use your words, writer girl. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about someone who did not use their words for our number three story. And that is Miss Nene Leakes. So if y'all don't remember... Last season on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Nene got into a little altercation with a cameraman who was trying to go into her closet because all the ladies were trying to go into her closet and she didn't want no one in her closet and you don't go into people's closet. And she flipped out. That was one of the wildest episodes ever. All around, from beginning to end. From what's her face, Shamari throwing up in the bathroom to everyone being wasted off their asses to, you know, Nene going after the cameraman. There was the initial fight between Nene and Marlo. Oh, true. The the fight between Nene and Marlo. There's so much happened in that yeah. one night that it's hard to, you know, keep track of it all. The whole episode all. took place over the course of a few hours. Remember? Yes. It was even very, time-stamped it. I loved those timestamps. <laughs> I love the beginning of the episode when Nene's dancing in yes. the living room. And then they just show the cutouts. And they kept, like, yeah, like, doing flash forwards. And you're like, And what? she's just like, she's in such bliss. Yes. Before and then the it's party. like, the devil is coming. And then you see chaos. Ugh. Um, well, one of the most well episode, well-edited episodes ever. It was fantastic. But... Her actions in that episode caused her to be suspended for this current season. She said there was like contract negotiations and that there was like, you know, there was a contract dispute. So I'm not going to be like filming for the first part. We're trying to negotiate my contract. That was BS. She had negotiated her contract far before Kenya negotiated her contract because y'all know she would not come back if Kenya was on the show. And she was just suspended because of her actions last season. She had to wait to start with the other ladies. And she admitted that this season, quote unquote, is going to be a little bit different because if you've been following anyone, you've known that all the ladies have already started filming and Nini hasn't been with them. Now, there was a moment where she filmed with all ladies soon, but 
that's a different story for another time. <laughs> this is a pretty juicy story because a lot of these sort of like production details don't leak. Yes. And to find out that she was suspended. And this is this is That's from huge. Uh this is lovebscott.com exclusively reported this which Shout is out. like a it's a it's a gossip site whatever, but this has made its rounds around a couple times. We've seen it on Reddit. We've seen people confirming the story. So we don't want to say it's true, but Twib ain't about the truth all the time. It's about the rumors <laughs> we hear. <laughs> and well, Nini did say, right? Quote this this season is going to start a little differently. Word on the street is you were suspended. Right. Why is it? Why is it going to start a little differently? And I, I bet they do the suspension so they can get out of paying her as much as they usually do. It's like, oh, you're only doing three-fourths of the episodes, not all the episodes. So guess what? Your contract is going to be th- three-fourths as much. I I 100% agree. And I think part of that money went to Kenya. <gasps> You think so? Mm-hmm. Well, she's going to be expensive to bring back. Oh, it's expensive. Well, I mean, I know they already in. signed the contract, but I bet it was pricey. Oh, it definitely was because they realized how much they needed her after last season. Yeah, she's a major veteran. All right. Well, those were the top three stories, stories five, four, and three for this week in Bravo. And if you guys want to make sure that you get the next two, top two stories, check out Patreon.com. And the Hot and Bravo and Moment the Hot of the Bravo Week. Moment of the week. Check out patreon.com slash hot and bravoed and you guys will get all of that and more. So Armin, are you ready for the top two stories? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go.